This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, welcome to Ashton Gate! Brentford have just beaten Bristol City 1-0. We have been magnificent and that is no exaggeration absolutely not I think that is the best performance I've seen this year certainly right away fantastic all round team performance epitomised at the very end by Flojo playing the last five ten minutes on one leg having been cropped by their number three well taken go by Mope I'd love to get back to the television and like see that goal line clearance whether that was over or not but all round 100% really really good beast performance and what's even better is that we come to Ashton Gate fourth time in a row we've turned over Bristol City we've probably done their playoff aspirations now let's on and upwards that we can deal with Fulham and their playoff aspirations too in a couple of weeks time fantastic result for the Beast today Alan Judge he played his heart out in the first half we have Flojo as you said played his heart out but everywhere on the pitch today we seem to have the, we, have, we seem to have the, the, the mark of them with Bristol City I mean obviously like they're, they're trying to push for the playoffs themselves they've got a lot to play for but we, 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 we wipe the floor with them really absolutely I mean there was only one team in this it would have been a travesty had we walked away with a draw never mind a loss there was only one team in this game Brentford were brilliant so Daniel Bentley's getting applauded at the moment but today was very much a, a, a 1 to 11 performance everyone on that pitch played well today well everyone except Daniel Bentley because he didn't need to we were absolutely all over them I cannot believe it was only 1-0 Morpai though came on made all the difference great great game great performance though we were, we were worried that we would really miss Ryan Woods today. Obviously, he's a, he's a great player and you know, we, we never really want to be without him. But Sawyers came in, McEachran came in. Um, we, 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 looked, we looked solid everywhere. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The back four were fantastic. We were brilliant across the midfield. The only slight weakness, I thought, was maybe Hopkins could have gone for it a bit more. He looked a bit uncomfortable as a lone forward. But we were fantastic in the midfield and defence. Absolutely best all season. So we were speaking before the game that we were worried that the loss of Ryan Woods would really hurt us today. But, you know, from, from, the, from the goalkeeper all the way through, we looked solid in every department. Best away performance since Preston when we outplayed. It was fantastic. Every 
one of them was fantastic. It wasn't a weakness in the team. The two lads at the back were outstanding. Mepham and, and Egan played like a rock. And I thought the midfield was brilliant. Remain Sawyer's second half was fantastic. And I thought the Morpé redeemed himself. Fantastic goalie. He should have, we should have won 2 3 0. I, that, I, mean, I guess that's the only criticism, really. You know, we had wave after wave after attack, but but we we only got one goal. But you know, is that is that am I am I being selfish there, greedy? It's a weakness, but the point is, we we it's gonna we're getting better. We're a young team, and I think that Morpay when he came on it sharpened him up a bit and he, he could have had two or three couldn't he it was fantastic and I think Watkins just needs to get a goal to get his confidence I think it's not far away that was a wonderful away performance absolutely I, I, think, I think the Bristol City fans they came here today expecting a home win and, and marching on they, we, 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 taught, we gave them a bit of a footballing lesson today we dominated we dominated they looked like a division one team never mind a playoff team we were brilliant nothing more to say it's so simple it's just every man was fantastic Red and White Army Ali 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 Nick we we, we worked the floor with them today again we always win it I don't think I've ever seen us lose it ever so Bristol City fans they come here today they were expecting just to see their team roll us over but we, we give them a lesson again football lesson you play football on the floor it's on the carpet on the floor Ali 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 so, again, you know, happy faces coming out of Ashton Gate. We, 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 give, them, we give them a little bit of a, a, bit of a lesson. Uh, absolute lesson. There was only one team on that pitch today after the first five, ten minutes. It was a complete onslaught. Uh, what a fantastic victory. I mean, it was continued to the end. No let-up, no sitting back. How we did not score more goals, and I want to see that clearance off the line. That looks something else. I think we got goal line technology anyway. I, I, no, I saw the referee. He did check his watch, and it, you know, it said it said obviously said no goal. But so we've got to trust that. Fair play, and that's Keith Stroud. So we can't argue with Keith, can we? No. So you know, obviously, we're we're not out of it again, but we are. Are we really? Mm? Um, God. Who knows? I mean, we know Bristol City's opportunities for promotion are a little bit dented today for at least for the playoff positions. But are we still in it? I don't know. So we're right outside Aston Gate. We've we've just done done them one nil. What, what did you make of that, happy boy? I was expecting to be so dominant. Uh, first half with a better side. Second half by far the better side. Problem is we didn't have our shooting boots on today. We could have, it could have been really comfortable. But uh, we did the job. I thought it's going to happen. They're going to equalise late on. But we held out. Uh, thoroughly deserved. Yeah, that, that six minutes that when that was held up, I thought, oh, no, here we go. But, you know, pretty much at no stage today did, did, they, did we really look like that we were up for kind of like caving in. You know, as you said, in the second half, it was like wave after wave after wave of attack. And, you know, it was kind of like, is this going to happen? I thought, actually, it would be a nil-nil draw. But, you know, Morpay, he dug that finish out. He, he did well. Yeah, fair play. He came on. Uh, it's something different up front, wasn't he? Made a nuisance. He was uh, trying to get past the last defender, getting past, and he managed it and stuck it in the net. Wasn't the greatest of shots, quite ironically, but it went in and we sorted it out. And they got, uh, Bristol City got excited when they got the ball in our half, but they did nothing with it. Brilliant performance, Brentford. So, 
where does this leave us this season? Is it is it all over still, or is it? Have we got a glimmer of hope? Or what, you know, where, where where's your head at the moment? Is that is that just kind of like a a positive a positive um, result at the end of a kind of a, an average season now for us, or or is it still pushing on time? I've pretty much resigned ourselves. A few results we haven't quite managed recently. Resigned ourselves to not making the playoffs. Uh, this result makes it a bit more tantalising, but I'm still saying we're not going to get there. I don't give up at the same time, but I'm not expecting nothing, to be honest. But well played. Uh, yes, Stanley, Bristol City fan. Um, what did you make of the game today? It's, um, obviously, it was a, a tough one to watch. It must have been for you. Yeah, it was very depressing, to be fair, at times. And you heard the boos sort of ring out, you know, at various substitutions. Belly right went off, our club captain, and he was sort of cheered and jeered as he went off. Um, depressing. We know Brentford play good football, the player attacking football. We saw it with Dean Smith at Walsall in League One. You know, he was one of the few teams to actually trouble us. And, um, yeah, I mean, you guys have got a wealth of sort of young attacking starlets, you know, players that joined Brentford to sort of almost be put in the shop window because they can then sort of, uh, you know, trampoline to a bigger club. Uh, Ollie Watkins was great. Uh, Romain Sawyers, who always confuses me a bit as a player because there's games where sort of he disappears and some people aren't quite sure how much he was defensively but he ran the show and we just looked tired I think you know after some poor games recently against Burton and Barnsley we should have simplified it we should have played sort of you know a real rigid 4-4-2 perhaps and had Smith and Pack but you know for whatever reason Lee Johnson thought he'd bring in Kent who's sort of a a live wire winger who doesn't really sort of fit into any particular tactical system and yeah just depressing lots of things wrong lots of things to be worried about and uh, you know I just spoke to you a minute ago you said there that you sort of our playoff playoff challenge is sort of um, going away really and I think it might be time to just sort of come to terms with that it's a sad sad little period for Bristol City fans but you know, Bristol City fans they must have come here today just expecting a win um, or, or really hoping for it. it it didn't seem that the crowd ever really got going is that because of the team or is that because of, of, of Brentford really I mean the, there's been a lot of talk recently about the, the atmosphere in general at Ashton Gate I think that you know the, the club have tried doing different things they, they were hoping to move the children and the sort of kids and the under 12s higher up away from the pitch whether that was because of atmosphere I'm not sure we've obviously got section 82 who are mainly standing in the corner and they sort of drive the atmosphere but we've only really is that, is that where the drum is that's where the drum is sometimes a megaphone I don't know if that was here today I didn't hear it is, is there any place for a drum and megaphone in football uh, unless you're chucking it at, um, at some of our players after their performances today then maybe not no um, the atmosphere it, it wasn't very good it was, it was bordering on hostile I mean, we've had some great atmospheres, sort of, you know, a lot of the cup games, Man City at home, Crystal Palace, Stoke, Man United, all of those were fantastic atmospheres, the sort of atmospheres that you only experience in sort of playoff finals or playoff semi-finals. But um, for whatever reason, the fans went behind the team, and I think, you know, it works both ways. You need the fans to sort of give the impetus to the players to do something, and vice versa, you need the, the players to do something. And we didn't really see that. There were no sort of, you know, crazy lunging tackles from, from, from the team. There were no sort of... I don't know, your number, your number three seems to have a go at Flo Joe. He does, he does. I mean, that's Joe Bryan, um, who... He, he, I mean, I think there was a, at some point, maybe after 10 games, he had the most tackles in Europe. Of every sort of uh, player in the top two divisions of every country, he had the most tackles. And when Chris about he just said, I like kicking people. So I think, you know, at least he's self-aware of his ability to hurt opposition players. And, and Brentford, what did you make of these? Um, I mean, I went to the Brentford away game, and Brentford really do confuse me because they play such good football. You wonder why they aren't, you know, in the top six comfortably when you consider some of the teams in there. Um, they played well. They selected about. They showed it. It's the kind of football that we've been playing earlier on in the season, really, and we haven't seen for a few months now. And it's a bit sad when a team with a considerably lesser budget. Um, I know you, you could argue that Brentford are probably smarter in the transfer market, probably because they have to be, and the likes of Ollie Watkins being bought. Um, you know, it's a fantastic sign. I don't think you'll make your money tenfold back on him. But um, you, you, there was much more fizz. 
You guys just seem just, to want just it. Just ten? Just ten. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, yeah, just just frustrating, really. Frustrating game. We should have gone back to basics. We struggled against Barnsley, Burton. You know, we beat Ipswich 1-0. I go out of nowhere. It's a, it's a worrying times. It reminds us of all of, of last season when we had a similar terrible run. And, and it seems that, you know, Barnsley fans said the same. Oldham fans said the same. Wherever Lee Johnson is, he seems to have these runs where he struggles to, to, to play any kind of considerably good football. So we're back in the pub after the game. We've, um, we've it's been a been a little bit of time. We have um, we've had a little little few moments, half a pint to kind of work out what's happened. That, but we we played so well today. We did. And what's disappointing is the stats suggest we only had sixty percent of the possession, and I don't think that right. It didn't feel like that at all. It felt like we had a lot more. Now whether or not. It's just a, down to the way the stats are recorded. I don't know. But that was an absolutely, thoroughly deserved three points from Brentford today. You could argue that, you know, we played without an established striker and a false number nine without actually playing a false number nine. But we were outstanding. From, a man, from, from back to front, everybody put in a great shift. Whether or not it's because Bristol City just won at the race today, whether or not they had two or three players out suspended, injured or whatever, and didn't have their full strength 11, who knows? But they were not at the game in, in the slices today, and Brentford were outstanding. Second half in particular, it was pretty much like wave after wave. And was there ever a time that you thought the goal wasn't going to come? No, not at all. I thought at some point there would be a proper chance. I mean, to be fair, we had 27 shots, as the stats say again. I don't really want to get too stuck in the stats but we had 27 shots not many of them were on target or tested the goalkeeper but we were getting players in position and having a go at them and getting in position having a uh, finding space breaking through and then Maupay came on just had that little bit of time and space just checked inside and a superb little finish there and a good goal and a good deserved three points and a very good clean sheet an excellent clean sheet but again Bentley didn't have an awful lot to do in the game um his distribution still frustrates me sometimes. If we play it down from the back, fantastic. Passes here and there and drive it forward. But if he's under pressure or if he has to do a long clearance, it goes a little bit awry sometimes. And I think it's an area of his game he needs to work on to really get to the very top level. But I'm just picking very tiny faults now at that point. Very tiny faults. There's nobody on that 11 or even the 14 who played for Brentford today who can walk away with any criticism. They were superb for, to a man. Do we miss Woodsy today? Surprisingly, no. Um, I think there were periods in the first half where McEachern was his usual slightly lightweight self uh, and Sawyers would go walk about and the general would disappear somewhere. But overall... As a unit, midfield-wise, midfield they pulled themselves together, they organised it. Again, whether or not it was because Bristol City were just having a very, very off day and allowing them too much time and space, I don't know. But against stronger opposition, there might have been a different story today. But Bristol City were very disappointing, very disappointing. So we're back, back in the pub, we're drinking our milk stouts, supping and, and savouring what was a pretty impressive Brentford win. Yeah, it was great. We were just talking about how I can't recall the last time we had 27 shots in an away game, um, which is is pretty impressive. I don't know if anyone knows that out there at all, but it'd be good to know when the last time that was. Um, I thought we were really strong in the second half and uh, showed a lot of character, showed a lot of the qualities that we need to show in order to keep the season going. So yeah, great, great result. And you, and you, you know, you say you keep the season going. Do you believe the season's still alive? 
yeah, why not? Six wins out of six. Uh, I know it sounds silly and optimistic, but I haven't necessarily talking about earlier. The, 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 this league's been played at a good standard, but there's not really anybody outstanding in that league, and there's a lot of teams that are kind of flattering to deceive for the last two playoff spots. So if we can win all of our remaining games, which would be a hard thing to do, I have no issue with it. So, you know, we're talking about six wins out of six to get anything out of it. I mean, you know, well, let, let's, see, let's see how that pans out. But what we, what we did see today was a team that is capable of it. Yeah, I mean, we were saying we made six changes and the side looked really strong. And you look at McEachern came in. He's not played for probably, we couldn't work out a month or two. I thought he played really well. Josephson, I thought, destroyed their left back. Morpay, when he came on, looked really impressive, really dangerous. Um, Mepham, Egan again look really strong so I think the signs are there that if we can't get in the playoffs this year next season the squad is strong enough to do it if we can make a few additions really and it's, it's you know it's, it really is a matter of you know I know we're gonna it's, it's a season really where we've gone oh we, we created a lot of chances um, we should have got more goals we've, we've, we've got enough goals but we, we know, we, you know it's those first eight games really that are going to come back and bite us in the arse ultimately yeah yeah the first eight games were really frustrating because we played well in them and we didn't get any results and um, you look back at some of the results that we didn't get and for various reasons uh, didn't go our way and you think well yeah, again looking at the rest of the league and how kind of people have been that there was an opportunity there for us to do well I think having key players out at certain points in the season didn't help but we have shown like in the second half today that we're capable of some really really good football and kind of you know even at a reasonably difficult place to play away from home you know we've been able to kind of cower their, their side into doing very little I don't think they had a shot on target um, so you know we, we've shown how good we can be so it's a bit of a shame that you know certain results haven't gone our way and we haven't had the performances earlier in the year to kind of see us through to the, the post-season if you like so we, got, we go into a game with Ipswich Town next yeah. Saturday at Griffin Park say, let's, say, let's say we win that yeah let's say we win that and maybe another result goes our way you know is it, is it time for, for Bees fans to get excited again or is it best to just kind of maybe just accept that it's not going to happen no I, I think we've just got to keep going because it, we, we win the next we, we've got Ipswich and Forest the next two as we were saying we've got a good record against Forest away Ipswich I think with McCarthy going are in a little bit of free fall so if we can get those two wins and then it's the big games against Fulham and QPR it really sets the season up really and I think those end of season games are really hard to predict because everyone gets nervous teams start dropping points in games that they shouldn't do so you know cliche but we do just have to take every game as it comes and if we can get it down to say the last three games of the season where it's still mathematical then I definitely think we got a chance unlucky unlikely as it is but yeah if we can take it down to those Fulham and QPR games should be a great atmosphere really we got a definitely good, good good chance so there you go fans speaking after the game being realistic no point in giving up the ghost just yet it could happen might happen may won't maybe won't happen but you know it literally is one game at a time if we can, if we can do Ipswich 
then you know it's mathematically very possible and we've just got to keep going and, and what, what Brentford showed to us what Brentford showed us today was they're a very confident team they're a very able team you know our, our league position probably actually is a bit of a bit of a lie you know we, we are a, we are a top six team in everything but position so you know we we got we got to keep pushing and got to keep believing. I, I say well played to the Brentford fans that were there today. Sung your hearts out for the boys in the second half, particularly the fa- the, uh, the players gave you every reason to. Um, you know, just just a very very good day out down in Bristol. Uh, it has to be said. So we got to regroup. We got to go again. Um, don't forget, we got Martin Allen coming down to the end of season. Besotted Social, it's Friday the fourth of May in Ealing. Get onto Besotted.com. Um, you'll see a waving hand of Martin Allen. Um, you click on that. You can buy tickets. There's still some available. They're selling out very very fast. It is going to be a sellout. Um, you've probably got a week or two weeks and then, then that really will be it probably um, then obviously you've got the um, besotted Pride of West Island podcast live every Thursday morning and then we have the besotted radio show on Love Sport 558am and on digital every Thursday night between 9 and 10pm and then we'll rip it and then we'll be out on a podcast every Friday morning as a, as a separate podcast so yeah there's a lot there's still a lot to be talked about this season it's 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 still alive um, and we we are very much alive down here in Bristol we've had some really good beer the place is buzzing this Bristol brewery sells the best milk stout in the world and I'm taking back a barrel with me so Speak to you next week. Come on, you bees. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.